Bezrat Hashem Musiata Dishmaya, let's continue. Let's continue on our journey on being close to our Creator, being close to Hashem, and being in the Bakus to Kadosh Baruch Hu. So now let's continue here with our lessons. And now we're in the section which is to believe in divine providence. So with Hashem's help, let's go on this journey. And right now we're at the third stage. And we're going to discuss now that which is Hashem's guidance of this world. So the Rambam writes that there was those who erroneously thought that although Hashem created this world, He subsequently abandoned it. And the world is now, now governed by the stars and the constellations. Has v'shalom. So a person's avoda is to recognize intellectually and feel in his heart that Hashem has not abandoned his world for even a brief moment and will never, ever abandon it. And every believer knows this well. But our avoda is to ensure that this knowledge permeates every fiber of your heart so that you will feel it during each step of your life. And through your awareness, in this awareness, you will become strongly attached to the Creator. So before progressing further, we have to point out that although the ideas are presented one after another, it takes time, guys, it takes time for each level to be attained. And it's also essential, extremely, to review this material often go back to the previous lessons and keep reviewing it over and over and over again it's essential guys we knew at the beginning when we went on this journey that it was going to be a lot of work involved in other words this is not something that you're going to be able to hop on you know like a microwave society everything is quick everything is now everything is in a second this takes time and if it's important to you, which it is, which is why you're listening to these teachings, then you must know, you must know that these levels take time to one for one to say that you've achieved, achieved them. If you're still at the, at the first level trying to really internalize the fact that Hashem created the world and, there, and your purpose in this world is to be close to Him and be in the Vegas to Him, if that's not popping in your head every second of every day, all the time constantly because that's our only purpose here then we need to stay in that stage and try to perfect it and get to the point where it resonates with you and so each stage is important that we move forward and we have to internalize and make sure it gets into our heart and we're giving over we're giving over literally easy simple step by step elementary well-rooted approaches so that this information and this knowledge and this fact, which is the MS and which comes from our Torah, which is what our creator says that we are only in this world to do, to be in your heart, to make it from being something that's intellectual in your head to coming into your heart and you knowing it. And so please go back and review the lessons over and over and over again until you know that you've already reached that stage and you've already internalized what you should internalize. And now we're on the third stage. So 
if you are and have already, which, you know, we're going day by day, we're, we're, we're bringing these lessons, but it doesn't mean that you have to embark on these lessons every day. That means that you still have to make sure that you are well rooted and knowing in stage one in stage two. And this is now the third stage. So I, as again, please go back and re-listen over and over and over again and do do the top list that's given to you, which means the writing on the piece of paper, the taking it out every 15 minutes, every hour, whatever, wherever you are holding at that time until you internalize what you need to internalize in that particular stage and do not move forward. Do not move forward. Do not press go until you are ready because you're only doing a disservice only to yourself. You're only doing it to yourself. So there is no jumping ahead. And there is no one smarter because it's not about brains here. It's about knowing. It's not about a high IQ. It's about knowing. It's not about how a person can grasp quickly concept. It's about knowing. So it's nothing to do with the sechel. Again, Hashem's not looking for AI. Hashem is not looking for the intellect or the sechel. He doesn't need that. He's looking for your heart. And this is where it needs to be. So do yourself a favor because this is for you. And go back and keep reviewing the lessons over and over again until you finish with the first stage. And then you'll get into the second stage. And then you review that as well until you understand that stage. Okay. And so then when you're ready with that, then you can come and you can be into this third stage. And we're going to continue to do this over and over again in the first stage you should already know that the purpose in your in your in, for you to be here if you don't know it know it in your heart automatically you live and you breathe it that you're only here to cleave to your creator to be in the vacas to him and to be close to him if you don't already know that then you need to go back and you need to start to learn everything that was in that that first stage if you do know that and you've already also know the second stage, which is the simple emunah, to have that simple emunah in your creator, you know, and you know that it's already in your heart, and we just finished that stage like yesterday. If you feel like you have that, and you really, really do, you really, really do, then you're ready for the stage number three, which is where we are right now. This is the third stage. Hashem should help with siyata dishmaya that we should really, really, really get to internalize all of this in our hearts because there's nothing, nothing more than what we need to do in this world that to have the knowledge of this embedded in our essence in this world so that we should know that our job really and only in this world is to understand and to be close and to be in servitude and to be attached to our creator. So if this were just a matter of intellectual knowledge, you could have just relied on your own memory. It's not a matter of internalizing. It's, it's a matter of internalizing the ideas and you have to live with them and you have to review them again and again and again and again and again. I can tell you that you have to. And so now let's now discuss the divine province with the help of Hashem, with the, with, with the help of Hashem. A person's activities, your activities can be divided into two general categories. Those considered minor and those viewed as major. So, for example, purchasing a home, getting married and the like are major events. So you don't have to change your home on a daily basis. And certainly you hope to marry only once, right, in, in, in a lifetime. 
So in these type of cases, most, most people with Amuna are aware of Hashem's providence and feel that they need His help. And, and, and many will seek out very, very different, very various tefilot composed by the greatest tzaddikim to look for segulot, to try to increase their zechuts, their merits. But when it comes to the small events that occur every day, the fact that these things come so naturally causes many people to forget the truth that just as marriage is dependent on Hashem's help, so is every minute minutia of a detail of a person's life. For example, when a person enters, when you enter a store to purchase a small cassette or recorder or whatever that you go buy, right? And you check the various brands, you compare prices and you, you try them out and then you finally buy one. Do you feel that you need Hashem's help now? So just as you did when you got married, so yet, yeah, this is this is your aboda. It's to remember that Hashem is guiding your life on a daily basis, even during the very minor events. So when you remember this, with every detail of your life on a daily basis, then you live a life of emunah, which is a proper life in which you're connected to Hashem. So now, let's continue, let's explore this even more. So let's say that we ask, that we ask a person, who's about to buy a table, a, ch a set of chairs, or, or something like that. Do you really think that you have control over what kind of table you will buy? Or do you clearly believe that you cannot even determine this at all and it's a sham? So, who decrees exactly what you will buy? So, most people apparently know the truth that a person doesn't really have the ability to determine which table he's going to buy. However, it's something hidden in the back of their minds. Why? Because not only it's far from their heart, but it's not even in their consciousness. <laughs> a person doesn't even naturally think about this or contemplate it at all. So a person's avodah, therefore, is to train yourself to think before doing even the small acts, like the purchase of a table or chairs. Don't run to the store without a moment's thought. Stop. Stop to think a little and contemplate what you are about to do and consider whether you are the one who determines what you will achieve through the act you are about to do. And then after, after you've thought about it, then you verbalize this contemplation and you say to Hashem, you say this to Hashem, master of the world, I know clearly that when I buy the table, I do not have control at all as to which table to buy. But it is all by your decree. You understand that? This is what we'll say before doing anything that we're going to do. We stop. Stop what we're about to do. And after we think about this, think about that everything is a, is a sham. A creator is in control of everything. We have to verbalize. We have to say it. Say this contemplation and you say it to a sham. You say, master of the world, I know clearly that when I buy the table, or when I go shopping for shoes, or when I go to the tour, or when I go to buy Shabbat goodies, that I don't have control at all as to which table, which shoes, which foods to buy. It's all by your decree. 
And however, however, you can certainly affect the decision through your prayer. It's well explained also later at length. We're going to explain this with, with, with the help of Bezat of, of, Hashem, with Hashem's help, we're going to explain this, how we can affect the decision through through our, our tefillah. Okay? So care has to be taken that this basic emunah should not be used by the yetzahara as an excuse to absolve yourself from the responsibility to make a reasonable ishtarlut to spend your money wisely. And so you have to, you, you're required to make responsible and well-considered choices, taking into account all the relevant factors, in particular, how this purchase is going to affect other people. And the result of an irresponsible, rash decision may be that Hashem will decide to let you suffer the consequences of your folly. So you have to train yourself gradually that whatever it is that you're about to buy, any object or accomplish anything, you have to consider whether the matter is really under your control. And this way, you're going to instill within yourself the fundamentals of simple and pure emunah, that there's only one unique God, the master of all the world, who alone determines every single detail, except the Yirat Shamaim, as Azal have said, everything is in the hands of heaven except for the fear of heaven. That's the only little piece that you have in this world that's 100% your control. Are you going to have Yirat Shamaim? Are you going to have Yirat Biden? You're going to have Yirat US? You're going to have Yirat the bomb? What are you having Yirat on? That's your free choice. That's it. If you're having Yirat Hashem, ah, Baruch Hashem, now you're on the right track. And if you're having Yirat something else, then Hashem will put you in the hands of that something else that you're having, you're having trust in or fear of, then that will be your, <laughs> your, your, your path. And it's not a nice path to be on. Okay, so you have to accustom yourself for a long period of time to perform every act with the thought of emunah. And this way, you're going to connect all your actions to the master of all the worlds. And your life will be saturated with emunah. And all your deeds will be linked to the one unique God. And this habit will become your nature. And you will truly acquire it in your soul, guys. It's beautiful, pure, unadulterated, and simple emunah will be firmly entrenched within you. Okay? And this is your abudah. is to infuse yourself with the knowledge that the only one who determines each and every event is the one master of the world. And you have to try to make this matter more meaningful to you so that not only you will accept this intellectually, but you will also feel it in the depth of your heart. Your avodah is to first nullify the notion and then feeling the feeling that you're in control of the events of the world. You have to nullify that. Your avodah is to weed out this feeling from its roots to ferret it out and destroy it until you truly feel that you have control over nothing but the acquisition of fear of heaven. Yirat Shamayim. That's it. Hazal said that in the reality, this is the sole arena of free will. That's it. Other than that, every single event is determined by the one master of this world, Kadosh Baruch Hu. It's written that you should know today and impress on your heart. And this is the most basic principle and the root of the entire process of Avodah. The entire process of Avodah. A person's task is first, know today, to establish the concept in your mind. After the idea is well established fact in your mind, then there begins the process of and impress it into your heart. Taking the knowledge to your heart. 
And so the feelings of your heart must be in consonance with your way of thinking so that it, you receive the knowledge without any obstruction. And this requires a pure heart that has been freed from the foreskin of the heart, which prevents the truth from penetrating into the heart and guiding it. And this is the process of spiritual growth for any level that a person wishes or strives to acquire. First, there is the stage of no today. And then there's a stage of an impress on your heart. Are we getting that? So there are two ways to affect the transition from the stage of no today to the stage of an impress on your heart. And the first is through extensive contemplation on the matter that you want to master. And this can be achieved by setting aside a time each day to think about it for an extended period of time. Okay, and later on, we're going to discuss the statement of the Ramchal and Derek at time that everyone has to devote about an hour, an hour, a day, everybody, at least to contemplate this. But first, we're going to follow that this has to be followed by by repeated brief references to this thought at intervals throughout the day. And so, of course, except when a person is, is learning, right, because your mind has to be involved in the learning, as we mentioned many, many, many times. But other than that, that we have to also have this in our mind and, and understand and contemplate that what matter it is that you want to master. The second way is to repeat statements relevant to the topic numerous times because speech, guys, has the power to inspire the heart. And it's going to be, we're going to explain that later with the help of Hashem, with the help of Fusieta Dishmaya, with the help of Hashem. So now let's focus on the method of contemplating during the allotted time that you're devoted to this to such thought. And let's try to show how to think, how to think in order to acquire emunah and Hashem's providence over every detail of, of life. So a person should sit, you should sit in your house and devote about an hour of quiet time, free of any worldly distractions. And you have to begin to think. Who lives in this house? My husband and I, my wife and I, and so on. Then you should think, who determined that he would become my husband or that she would become my wife? Did I determine it? Or was it the one unique being, Hashem, who determined it? And you should talk about this in the form of a question, like we just mentioned before, and then respond to yourself Respond to yourself. Hazal, whose words are absolute truth, revealed how Hashem guides the world and they taught us that for 40 days before a fetus is born, a heavenly voice proclaims, the daughter of this man will marry that man. So hence, Hashem himself determined who would be your husband or your wife. I didn't determine it at all. Only Hashem did. Only Hashem did. And since since his marriage was was determined by Garosh Baruch Hu himself, it must be clear to me that whatever resulted from this marriage also came through Hashem Yisbarak himself. There is no such thing as Hashem doing an action and not foreseeing all its results. doesn't exist. Everything was revealed to, to him from the beginning and whatever ensues is his will. Hence, all the results, all the results of this marriage are really his will, guys, really his will. And so you should continue to reflect 
Who determined that I would live in this house? Was it I? Because I looked at a number of places and I liked this one. Or did Hashem determine it? As Hazal have said that a heavenly voice proclaims, this house will go to that person? And you should consider the fact that although you already know the absolute truth of Hazal's words, you rarely devote serious thought to the practical ramifications of it and other teachings. And like many other lessons and experiences, this teaching of Hazal is relegated a humble place in, in, in your memory. And in addition, since you don't think about it often, your heart doesn't sense it. And the feeling that you determined it by yourself is closer to your heart. You understand? So a person or you will gain a deep, clear grasp of this condition. And you're going to know intellectually who, de who determined who will be your wife or who will be your husband and where you're going to live. And But you have two problems. Two. Number one is you don't think about it much. And number two is your heart doesn't feel it. So you're going to then resolve to think about it more frequently and to work on, on similar details. But you have to first rectify the first problem by at least keeping this belief alive in your mind with clear, pure, and calm thought. Slowly, slowly the concept will take root in your soul. And your heart too will feel it strongly, slowly but surely. Okay? So in addition to contemplating this, you should articulate all your thoughts, repeating words of Emuna and affirming that only Hashem determines every detail. You should review each point, one after the other, with great patience, because this will have a major effect on your soul, on your neshama. There's two ways to do this. You could speak about Hashem in the third person, saying that Hashem determines each detail, such as this one and that one. And the other way is to speak directly to Hashem. And the second person saying, you Hashem, determine who will be my wife or my husband and where my home will be. And this is a lofty level that expresses the goal of your life, which is to feel that you are in the presence of Hashem. But if this is difficult to start with, it's understandable, okay, then you can use the third person. You can use the third person. Okay, so in this way, you should analyze all the aspects of your life in great detail. And you should also articulate any considerations that might, shalom, oppose the simple emuna. Okay, it seems, it seems that I chose my marriage partner and my home. Then you should discount them one by one, saying to Hashem, even though I feel, you have to say this to Hashem, even though I feel that I am in control, I know that in fact this is not true. You are the one, the only one, who determined that this person will be my marriage partner and that I will live here. And you should carefully consider one detail after another. And you should consider, for example, the chair you're sitting on and the table that's nearby. And you should reconstruct the process of the purchase and how you chose the particular style and the color of the table and the chairs. If so, on the surface, it seems that I chose my table and chairs. But then you should continue to reflect and then articulate. This is not true. Only you, Hashem, determine precisely which table and chairs I would get. Without a doubt, even if I chose the color and style, the manufacturer makes many such chairs. So why did this chair or table specifically become mine? And this was your doing, Hashem, and you determined it with precision. And in this way, you can consider the context of your whole wardrobe. 
your, your household items and all your belonging with each item, you should repeat in your mind and verbally state that only Hashem determines with precision which object will be yours. And you should thus cover all the objects that you own and review all the events that you've experienced, considering each one in detail, instilling within yourself the fundamentals of emunah with the simple emunah that only Hashem, only Hashem determines each detail. And you should first think about it in your mind and then articulate it, as we said before, either in the third person, like he, or in the second person, like you, if you're ready for that, if you're ready for that. So, I have emunah because I spoke. The Sepharim HaKadoshim explained, when do I have emunah? When I speak. And that's to say, emunah is planted deeply in a person's heart by expressing it in words. So the more you articulate your emunah, in addition to thinking about it, the more emunah will take root deeply into your heart. And the opposite is also true. Emunah is lost. It's cut off from our mouths. As the Sepharim explained, emunah is lost because it's missing from, from, from their mouths. Since they were not accustomed to constantly articulate the words of emunah, in addition to thinking about it, emunah became lost from their hearts. The deep clarity of the light of emunah was concealed and buried in their hearts. It was not alive there in an active way. So, these words of emunah can be expressed in two forms. When you're talking to friends, emunah must be a dominant theme that accompanies everything you say. Everything you say. And that's not enough. When, when you're alone, which in fact is the main time for instilling emunah, you should express ideas of emunah in great detail, as we explained before. So even when you walk in the shadow of the valley of death, it says here in, 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 in Tehillim, even when I walk in the, sh in, in the shadow of the valley of death, I will fear, not fear for you are with me. And you have to constantly speak words of emunah and always live with Hashem with pure emunah. In this way, even when I walk in the, the shadow of the valley of death, I will not fear for you are with me. And the person, you will always be in the state of for you are with me. You're always going to be there. It's going to come naturally. The Gemara defines man as one who prays, based on the Pasuk. If you wish to pray, then pray. A person's task is to speak to Hashem and about him with words of pure emunah. One who habituates himself to constantly speak this way and does not give up hope can reach a wondrous level of emunah. You can obtain a true acquisition of pure emunah in your soul and this can be achieved entirely through simple words, simple words of emunah, not with lofty, sophisticated ideas, but with total simplicity. It's simple, guys. This is the essence of the Jewish neshama. This is the answers of the Jewish soul, simple and pure emunah, and the creator of the world. And so the times when, when, when you have to strive to instill emunah and Hashem's providence fall in two categories. We explained already with regard to every aspect of avoda. During the time and the day devoted to contemplation, which we, we, we were just discussing, and at brief intervals throughout the day, about every 15 or 30 minutes. And during the months in which you are working to attain this level of faith, the matter has to occupy your heart throughout the day. You have to live 
with this perspective all day long. If you work with it only during your designated hour of contemplation, there'll, there'll be an interruption of 23 hours until the next time you think about it. And anything that's not constant cannot properly take root in your soul. Cannot. So therefore, throughout the day, you have to think about the matter you're toiling to master. You have to always think about it. And so there's two applications of remembering Hashem's providence throughout the day. It's number one, frequent events. And number two, daily regular occurrences. Okay? Number one, frequent events. And number two, daily regular occurrences. So, for example... Uh, you plan, for example, to purchase a table or a chair or whatever, right? And preferably before you leave the house, you should think to yourself and say, I'm going to buy a table and chairs. I cannot really choose at all. Only Hashem will determine which table will I purchase. And what do what I do and the choice I make will not make any difference at all. But nevertheless, according to the level of Ishtadlut, which I'm required to do, and it's expected from me, I need to go about making a choice. Like the Mesila Shashayim says, that even though one extends an effort, you must know that your effort doesn't really accomplish the result. And this is a perspective which, which you, you, should, you should enter the store. And so even when you're in the store, and you begin to select the table and the chairs, you have to keep in mind that your choice is like that of a monkey that acts as directed. And you're not in control at all because Hashem has already determined which table and chairs is going to enter your home. And so we've used this example of a table and chairs, but obviously the point is that you should not be buying, buying anything, nothing, without some prior contemplation. And no matter what you buy, no matter what, it could be a refrigerator, it could be a washing machine, it could be a cabinet, or anything else. You must first prepare yourself mentally, as we, we, we've been talking about it uh, before, and then go to buy the item together with Hashem. You're going to go with Karosh Baruch Hu to buy the item, not by yourself, Hasve Shalom. So you have to acquire the habit of not doing any significant act without entertaining a thought of Emunah beforehand. Because if you act in this manner, you're going to find that along with each material acquisition, you've gained a great and powerful spiritual acquisition. And by going about a purchase in such a manner, you're going to infuse your heart with emuna in divine providence. And so by repeating, repeatedly thinking and articulating these thoughts, which is pure faith in Hashem's providence, it's going to take pure pure and deep root inside of you it will it will happen it will be rooted deep inside in your heart and so so far we dealt with significant decisions like major purchases and, and so let's say you've attained the once you've attained once you attain the habit of contemplating the significant acts your aboda is to accustom yourself to do even regarding the minor decisions and the undertakings even the small details once you do it with the larger with the more significant stuff then do it with the more minor, just the more detailed stuff, the more the everyday normal stuff. Like, for example, you go to buy food for Shabbat, and, and it's a commonplace act, so you can acquire a great deal of emunah. For example, stretch out your hand, you stretch out your hand, and you take a package of noodles from the shelf. You should think to yourself and say, this shelf has dozens of packages. Why did this one come to my hand and not the other? Why? It must be that for some hidden reason, Hashem, Hashem, you decreed that precisely this package will come to my hand and not another. And so we're not 
we're not going into what might be the reasons why Hashem decrees such things. That's we're not going there. That's not where we're going. Let's keep it simple, okay? So the details are numerous, but there's one underlying principle. You have to train yourself to inculcate in yourself with emuna and divine providence every time you buy something, the way we described it before. An acquisition carried out in this way can enable you to make a great acquisition of emuna. And certainly, if you take this to heart and you accustom yourself to do this always, Emuna is going to firmly take root in your heart. It will. You have to accustom yourself to living this way. And in doing so, make lofty, awesome spiritual acquisition that of pure Emuna and Hashem and His providence. And you should accustom yourself to ponder many different situations throughout the day. For example, when you sit down to eat some bread, you should consider the fact that specifically this piece of bread came to your hand. And when washing your hands or drinking, you should reflect upon how this water came to you specifically through precise divine providence. And of course, you can't always contemplate every detail of your life, but you should strive constantly to expand your awareness of, to more details of life, little by little, little by little until the concept is fixed in your heart. That's the goal. So the main thing is that you have to avoid the superficial perspective in which Hashem's hand and providence are seen only during very unnatural events and miracles. Rather, you should see Hashem during every, in each detail of your life, even the smallest of them, though it may seem to be very natural happening. You may take it, of course, we take a lot of things for granted, but this is where you have to see, this is where you have to see it in, the, in these details. The point is not to rely upon stories of wondrous events, to be spiritually alive, you have to live with genuine emuna your entire life. And the person who lives in such a manner is going to attain a very high degree of the Vegas to Hashem, provided that you have fulfilled the prior conditions, which are remembering Hashem's existence and being aware that He is the Creator and we are His creations. But contemplation is not enough. You have to express these thoughts. You have to know that you're not talking to yourself. You're not talking to, 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 to yourself. You're talking to the creator of the world with the infinite and the definite faith that he listens. He listens attentively to every word of Emunah that comes from a sincere Jew. You must know that. You must understand that although this is a simple path, it affects the deeper recesses of your soul. The Yetzirah may ridicule a person claiming that this approach is simplistic. However, anyone, anyone who has achieved the simplicity born of Kedushah will understand and sense that it is Dafka, Dafka, through simplicity, that a person is lifted above a life that is shallow and superficial and placed into a world of death and meaning. And Hashem is called a hidden God. Where does He hide? In a person's heart. A person... You have to work to reveal Hashem's presence in your heart, guys. This is achieved through an approach of uncomplicated simplicity based on Kedusha. A thoughtful, a thoughtful person can discover Hashem through each detail of creation and remove the veil from his heart. You can do that. You can do that. And that's what we're here to do. Actually, it's our job in this world. It's to do that. How can we cleave to our Creator? How can we be close to our Creator? How can we be in the Vegas to our Creator if we don't have Emunah? 
and it starts it starts as a process guys there's there's a lot of stages here please don't skip any stages please don't 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 go to the next the next area unless you're ready and you've already you've already mastered or at least it's in your heart the first two stages that we that we spoke about please don't do that because you're doing yourself a disservice and and if you're not doing that if you're not going back you're not reviewing these lessons you're not making sure that it's already in your heart and you know stage one and you know stage two and you're ready for stage three then you're in the hands of the yetzara because the yetzara is telling you don't pay attention just move forward just keep going keep going you'll get it no it doesn't work that way that's the yetzara playing games with you because he doesn't want you to be attached to hashem this way his job is to keep you separate his job is to keep you distant from your creator Shalom. his job is to let you think and feel and know that it's all you that you're, you you make time to time you'll think about hashem but that's it it's something major whatever i'll think about hashem Shalom, and i'll think about hashem no it's to do this in every way in every waking moment and every breath you take and everything you do throughout your life from your waking moment from the time you even wake up and your eyes are open it's for you to contemplate these things always and this is how you do it it's simple but you have to articulate it you have to spend time you have to internalize it you have to speak to your god in second person or third person whichever you're comfortable in but you have to get to these stages guys skipping any of them it's to, you're totally in the control of the yetzara it's as simple as that you're in the hands of the yetzara get out of it get out of it ask hashem to give you the strength go back Go back. Do not move forward until you've accomplished the first stage. Do not move forward until you accomplish the second. And that, and I mean internalize it, that you know it. Okay, so we're going to keep moving. And this these, these sessions are here for you to listen to them as often as you need. That's why Hashem made it so that he can have me, I'm Hashem's tool, to be an evid of his children because I'm an evid of, 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 of the creator of the world. And he made it so you can just go back. And you can listen to it whenever you want, as often as you want, as many times as you want. Okay? There's a whole website with these teachings in it. You know, trusthashem.org is there for you as well. Okay, so it's there's there, there it's there for you at your convenience. Just keep listening to it over and over and over again until you get it. But do not go forward until you mastered the first stage and the second stage. You, you shouldn't even be listening to this stage yet. Okay, go back and rewind and keep looking at the other and learning the other lessons and do do what it says for you to do there and yeah it's simple and yes in your mind the yes is telling you is ridiculous but guess what that's what works because Hashem said so that's what works and that's what you'll do and you'll not listen to the yes and you'll be more connected to your God and you'll follow this path because it's simple the Torah is simple we complicate things the yes are complicated but the Torah is simple it's a simple thing know your God be close to him be in the vacas to him. Everything is about Hashem. Be in service of Hashem. That's why we're here. It's not complicated, guys. It's a simple, simple thing. Bezrat Hashem will continue with these lessons. Bezrat Hashem tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Amen. Be Amen.